Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today, where we're going to start off with a bit of news out of Albania. Uh, we reported yesterday that Florian Marcu was fighting uh, a really tough Mexican opponent, Miguel Parra Ramirez. And lo and behold, uh, Marcu came out on top of that uh, to remain undefeated. He's now 12-0-1, seven knockouts, as he made a triumphant return to his Albanian homeland. Uh, over 12,000 fans, by the way, packing into the Tirana Air Albania Stadium to see him win a unanimous decision. That was actually the main event of a, a great night of boxing. Uh, anyway, Marku scored a knockdown of his own in the fourth, only to suffer cut moments later as the two boxers clashed head unfazed. Marku battered Para with hooks, which sent his gum shield flying and made the fourth round one of the most dynamic of the fight. Still undefeated there. Marker's record now stands at so, oh, a 13 only one. I stand corrected. And he now adds the Silver Welterweight Championship to his collection. Fighting in Albania, he said, was unbelievable. I want to thank everyone who's supporting me. The crowd is amazing. I want to perform much better than this, but I didn't want an easy opponent for here, he said afterwards. It was a good fight. I made some mistakes. I made it harder than it was. I traded with him without reason. The Mexicans come to fight. The problem was the cut was a problem because I couldn't really see from my left eye. I started really good after the cut, in fact, even though it affected me a lot. And as for his next opponent, Marcus said, he's open to all challenges. I don't care. I'll fight whoever they bring me, he said. And he's part of the, the boxer, uh, Ben Shalom's stable. And so we'll look forward to seeing who he's uh, got scheduled uh, for one of our faders, fighters here at uh, Talk of Fight. He's our fave in that division. Florian Marcus, let's see if he can get a good fight up next and uh, maintain that uh, championship belt and maybe collect some others along the way. Good for, good for Florian Marco. Good for the Albanians. Way to go. All right. Let's move along to uh, an American fighter that uh, we're pretty happy to report about in the heavyweight division. Uh, he's going to be appearing on the undercard. Uh, the main event will feature Jose, Jose uh, Pedraza going up against Richard Comey uh, in a 10-round junior welterweight showdown. And that's being put on by uh, Top Rank and Association Develop Entertainment and Holden Productions. Anyway, the guy I want to talk about is undefeated heavyweight boxing sensation Jeremiah Dreamland Milton, 5-0 with four knockouts. And he's returning to his hometown of Tulsa, Oklahoma, as I said, to fight this Saturday night. It's August 27th at the Hard Rock Hotel in Tulsa. Milton is set to face Nick Jones in a scheduled six-round bout. Milton, whose knockout of Davon Daft went viral, took place in his birthplace of Tulsa, Oklahoma. The heavyweight slugger has big plans to bring forth another great performance when he steps into the ring this Saturday night. He said, few fighters ever get to fight in their hometown, so this is a privilege for me, and I will treat it as such. The team and top rank, I appreciate for this opportunity. Tulsa, Oklahoma, let's get it. Standing six foot four, Milton, who is promoted by Holden Productions, as I said, is considered one of the top heavyweight prospects in the sport of boxing. He fights out of Las Vegas, where he's gained the respect of some of the all-top heavyweights who train there. Uh, I've been in the ring with some of the best heavyweights in the world, he said. Training in Vegas is no joke. I'm getting better, and it's showing in my performances. And said uh, Mike Leonardi, um, 
Milton's manager. Jeremiah is rapidly establishing himself as one of the top guys coming in the hop up in the high heavyweight division. Top rank has been great, letting us fight numerous t times on their cards here in Tulsa. Jeremiah's fans show a lot of support, and we want to continue building his brand here in his hometown. I'm sure they will, and I'm sure we're going to see a lot more of Jeremiah Milton, yet another American heavyweight coming up uh, undefeated and taking on bigger and better fights in his career. Good for him. Speaking of that particular fight, it's interesting. Let's let's slide over to see what uh, some of the um, sport books are saying about. Oh, it seems that uh, the favorite fighter in that uh, Pedraza versus comic fight is actually Jose Pedraza. Um, it's interesting to see uh, also fighting this upcoming weekend. We've got uh, F.A., one of our fi favorite fighters, F.A. Ajagba. Uh, he's the heavily favored uh, fighter, though, against Joseph the most. Uh, Delonte Johnson's heavily favored in his fight against Harry uh, Giglotti. Uh, Richard Torres is heavily favored in his uh, fight against Marco Pinedo. And Jared Big Baby Anderson is going up against Miljan Rufkanin, and he's heavily favored as well. So they're heavily favored. You might win a few bucks, but uh, I don't know if I'd be betting on those, any of those underdogs. But anyway, a uh, close battle. Um, between Jose Pedraza and Richard Kami. Place your bets where you may, but they're pretty evenly matched. It's going to be a good fight. All right, let's move along to popular and local bantamweight Jonathan Rodriguez will take on tough veteran Oscar Vasquez in the main event, a tremendous night of professional boxing scheduled for Friday, September 23rd at the Wind Casino Event Center in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And that's a card that's being promoted by King's Promotions. Rodriguez, fighting out of Bethlehem, has a record of 10-1-1 with three knockouts. The 23-year-old is a four-year professional for his biggest win of his career and doing it in front of his hometown fans. This will be the fifth appearance at the event center, and he's coming off a six-round unanimous decision over Jose Canez on March 11th, uh, also at the Wind Creek Event Center. So Vasquez, uh, Vasquez out of Sun Valley, Nevada, is 15-3-1 with three knockouts. The 35-year-old is a win over Jose and is now looking to get back in the win column after losing an unanimous decision to undefeated Jadiko Quinn on January 17th in Sloan, Iowa. A slew of Kings Promotions undefeated prospects, by the way, will be featured in the undercard bouts. Let's list a few of them. In an eight-round co-feature, surging lightweight James Bernardin will take on Jaro Lopez. Um, and also in an eight-round bout, we'll see undefeated junior middleweight Joseph Jackson taking on Anthony Lang. Uh, in a six-round bout, Julian Gonzalez, 6-0-1, six knockouts, out of Reading, Pennsylvania, takes on Rondale Hubbard uh, out of Duluth, Minnesota. Uh, Dantanji Teasley out of Allentown, Pennsylvania, takes on opponent to be named in a welterweight bout. Uh, Jetta Borges uh, out of Bronx fighting uh, Tylek Ganey. And uh, tickets are on sale. It's going to be a good fight down in uh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania on September 23rd. As I said, taking place at the Wind Creek Events Center. Good stuff. All righty. The last story of the day. I'm going to fly over to uh, read some comments coming out of Charles Brun's mouth related to Anthony Joshua in the wake of some comments that Eddie Hearn had to make about Anthony Joshua's upcoming fighting schedule where he claims that Joshua will fight four times in 2023. That's what Eddie Hearn said. So this is what Charles Brunn, the writer, said. Eddie Hearn insists Anthony Joshua will be fighting four times in 2023 after he first gets a 
tune-up level match in November or December against a top 15 opponent. Let's be real, says Brun. The only way Joshua fights four times in 2023 is if he goes on a, burn, uh, a bum of the month type of streak in which he's facing exclusively ham and eggers. I can think of a ton of heavyweights would be ideal for Joshua to crush next year to get his four fights out of the way, but I don't see it as being unreal as I see it being realistic, he says. Once Joshua rolls over a couple of hapless fighters, it'll plant ideas into his head that he's capable of beating the big dogs in the division. He'll then take on someone like Deontay Wilder, Joe Joyce, or Philip Rogovic and get put in his place once again. Unfortunately, the chances of boxing public seeing of the boxing public seeing Joshua fight four times next year are virtually slim and none. Joshua won't fight four times next year because the only way that could happen is if he were to focus on bottom-level seller-dweller opposition that Hearn could quickly negotiate a fight against. If Joshua is going to fight anyone notable like Deontay Wilder or even past his best Dillian White, the negotiation could drag on for many months, make it impossible for AJ to fight four times in 2023. Given how mentally damaged Joshua looked post-fight after his loss to Alexander Yusek last Saturday, it would be in Hearn's best interest to focus exclusively on matching AJ against rock-bottom fringe contenders and stay far, far away from dangerous fighters like Wilder or the heavy-handed July Zhang. The next step for AJ, in my opinion, said Hearn, is to box in December or January or whenever that's going to be, and come back with a top 15 guy and put in a dominating performance. Get back on the winning saddle and move on with activity. I want him to have four fights between now and 2023. I see Dillian White uh, fight as a must-make fight for Anthony Joshua for the British public. There goes Eddie Hearn again yapping about the importance of the British public. It would be an excellent move for Joshua's career if he fought four times next year because it would give him a chance to mentally recover from what has happened to him. <laughs> That's an understatement. Uh, you know what would be good, though? Uh, if they put on, uh, say, uh, anti-Joshua versus uh, Deontay Wilder on the undercard of uh, Alexander Yusek tyson Fury fight. How's, how's that for a uh, matchup? Anyway, thanks for joining me, Talking Fight fans. Appreciate it. Remember to, to join us later on. Uh, it's Friday at 7 p.m. for the Friday night panel. Uh, I think we're going to see Mike Gore and Cedric Ben at 4 p.m. for the uh, uh, weekly show, Knuckle Up. And uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, oh, the big Sunday show is coming up, of course. So anyway, lots of exciting action happening here on the Talking Fight channel. Appreciate it. If you like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. As I said, we'll see you later on at 4 p.m. Eastern time.